We are I. Part three of this journey of this story, what did I learn? You know, like this could be a loaded podcast. You know, like this would be, this probably would be a better podcast to have somebody else on it with me to be able to to talk through some of these things. But it'd be, it'd be one of those podcasts that would I think would be hours and hours and hours long. You know, but the best thing is I do and have had multiple people that, I know and I love and I trust that are, you know, younger, older, male, female, athletic, not athletic, you know, to be able to chat through this with and to be able to gain a greater understanding and greater opinion. Now, one of the overarching concepts of this that, you know, I've taken away is that this was complete fucking chaos, you know, from Basically, from Tuesday morning until yesterday mid-morning was just complete chaos. Now, the whole thing wasn't, but I just mean like there's been like yesterday morning when I finally get back and get organized, you know, things went completely sideways, which had the same representation of like what was going on with this trip, you know, so... I took a step back because I had already thought of this concept and I'm like, okay, there's a lot of life that's like this, but it's the, it's how condensed it is. It it allows me to be able to gain this understanding. And I'm like, this is the same representation of what 30 was like 30 was fucking chaos, like absolute chaos. Like my 30 didn't bring peace to my life. 30 brought more chaos to my life than what I could ever imagine. And it brought a lot of underlying chaos to all of our lives because of COVID. You know, but I had some layers on top of that, you know, being a business owner, you know, starting a new business in my 30s, ending a business in my 30s, you know, starting a new relationship in my 30s, getting married, getting divorced, you know, having three kids, you know, like all of these things, like these, these things that represented ultimately ended up into chaos. And obviously there's some very beautiful things that came out of it too. Like don't get me wrong, just I mean, there's a lot of chaos and there's a lot of chaos in the last six years. So like kind of 34, actually I would peel it back to about 33 to 40. Lots of chaos, lots of chaos. So when I look at this trip and say, okay, well, this trip is supposed to prepare me and gain me perspective of going from 40 to 50, help rattle some things out, give me some opportunity to be able to think about things. So what was that? So I feel like I did this and if my life was a towel, it allowed me to be able to wring out the last bit of chaos. It allowed me to be able to wring out the last bit of major shit. 
Is this what this trip was? Not saying that there's not going to still be some chaos, but you know, when I look back at it and if I analyze it, I'm like, okay, this is what 30 was. 30 was chaos. And this trip was chaos. But it allowed me to be able to wring out that last, that last bit, like the last major amount of chaos. Because what did you gain moving forward to be able to help prevent some of that chaos from happening again? Because if you don't, if you don't prepare, if you don't try to be able to find, you know, what some of the avenues are that you're missing, you know, whether it be, you know, personal life, relationships, professional life, anything, you know, slow it down and, and look and be able to see the forest through the trees and know when you should push and forge forward, but also know when you should strategically retreat. And that's what, that's why I feel like I gain by just, the onset of this, you know, shed the chaos, ring out like it'll throw so much fucking chaos at me. They'll force me to have to understand how to be able to navigate a less chaotic environment moving forward. And how do you do that? By saying like, look, life itself, I'm going to give, life says to me, Blake, I'm going to give you the gift of getting the rest of the chaos out so that when you turn 40 on July 17th, you know what life is going to be. Life can have the opportunity to be less chaotic if you want it to be. Okay, great. Okay, give me the tools, give me the resources. What is that? What is is it? Well, when I was at the airport and I knew, when I knew that I should have walked away from this trip, you know, and there was, there's a few people that I didn't want to let down that hold very prominent positions in my life that actually changed their lives to be able to be on this trip with me. You know, one being Alyssa and one being my sister and her family. You know, but because I didn't want to let them down, I chose to go anyway, knowing that and I said this then when all these fights are getting canceled and, you know, we were, you know, delayed. I'm just like, you know what, if I cancel this now, I can come back in a couple months. But if I go forward with this, not only am I going to try to do this, knowing that I am not set up for success, I am not prepared to do this. Things are going to go awry because of the nature of how I'm entering something this extreme. But if I go and I do this, I will not go back. I will not spend the money to be able to go do this again. I will not entertain flying across Canada to be able to do some trail that I don't, I'm not really interested in doing. I was interested in the pilgrimage, but I wasn't interested in the, in the actual trail itself. I want the experience and what I get out of it. So I should have walked away. I should have just sat down and said, you know, to these people that I love and that love me, and say to them, look, I know this is going to be disappointing to you guys. I know that you guys changed your lives to be able to be here with me, you know, but this is why I set out to do this. And I'm not going to be able to accomplish my goal if I do this. And I hope you please understand. And if they love and respect me, they would. So that's the one thing that I gain is, you know, as much as it may seem like I... Well, no, actually, I can't even say that. I do, 
I, I sacrifice a lot for other people. And I sacrificed the entire reason why I was going. The, the whole point behind the journey, not that I still didn't gain what I wanted to, because I did. And that's the whole point behind this part three of the podcast. And this is where the juxtaposition of all this comes into is I'm like, well, was that the whole reason? Like, did I have to still go knowing that I didn't and I shouldn't have? Because this is the clarity that I need. Again, I needed it to be in that much chaos and disarray to be able to take a step back and analyze my life and be like, hey, like this was the pilgrimage. The pilgrimage was going through everything that you went through, even though it wasn't finishing you know, the Confederation Trail. But you still gained a tremendous amount of perspective. And that was the that was the goal. That was the ultimate goal. So am I missing the point? This is something else I learned. Am I, do I fail to be able to see what the actual point is? Was the whole point of all this not ever to do the Confederation Trail? Because the whole point actually was to have a pilgrimage of my life and to be able to gain some insight into my life going from 40 to 50, transitioning from 39 to 40. Well, if that was just the goal, I accomplished that goal because I ha- I did. There's so many situations that gave me an opportunity to be able to see myself in a in a third person view and be like, "Hey, how are you handling this? And what are you gonna what are you gonna take out of this?" Well, that's interesting. That's some food for thought, and that's why the this isn't fully done being marinated in my mind yet because I'm like, well was the goal to be able to do the Confederation Trail and I didn't and gain the experience from that or is it to gain the experience from an accumulation of all the events that happened over and you set this you set this certain um, this certain thing this certain um, event in motion and then everything that happened around that event was the pilgrimage well that's some great perspective because there was a lot like I said there was a lot that came out of that there is also that the perspective in the insight that, you know, when I was on this trail, you know, and this woman at this Tim Hortons, you know, and I, it still shocks me that it like, you know, so late at night, early in the morning, that female of all would, you know, offer me a ride. It was the failure at that time to be able to understand, again, that the pilgrimage wasn't necessarily to be able to just do the whole Confederation Trail by foot. Was it that it was a pilgrimage in general? And a part of that was, you know, seeing how strangers and locals would treat me in a time of absolute need. Like, would they be there? Like, would life present me with an opportunity? Would life present me with a gift and say, hey, this is this isn't an anomaly. Recognize what's happening right now. This isn't an anomaly. Like, open your eyes to what's happening. Because it's here for you now. Exactly what you want is here for you right now. And I turned it down. Because I couldn't see the forest through the trees on that one. And yes, again, it could have gone both ways. But again, when you look at how 
absurd this would be, especially for me. And maybe, yes, you can make the argument that things like this happen in small towns all the time. Or more regularly than they do in bigger urban centers where I live. Because that shit would have never have happened here. That shit would have never happened where I live. Which is interesting. There's a moment where I was at a crossroads of being like, okay, in real time, do I have the capacity to be able to stop and properly assess the situation? And granted, like I made good decisions, but did I have the capacity to be able to see, have the insight at that moment of what that opportunity was giving me. And I didn't. Because again, this isn't like something subtle. This is something that was very profound and in my face. Whether you not believe that was life, whether it was God, whether it was the universe, whether it was whatever. But how, who, what, where, when, why, that that specific woman, because there wasn't just her at this Tim Hortons. There was probably five or six other cars, single people and multi-people, and none of them offered. This one woman did. Took that one special person to reach out. So I was like, huh. When those happen, when those moments happen, you need to stop and see the forest through the trees a little bit better, Blake. You know, you need to be able to you need to be able to see what's going on. One of the life lessons that I learned in this, and this is the most interesting one, is that I recognize now that I have hardened my mind to a, to a degree so much. I've hardened my mind to a place that I literally have the opportunity to unintentionally kill this physical vessel that carries my willpower around. Which is what I almost did, which is what I've done almost multiple times. And you're talking about the way that I've done it is not by means of, you know, like a car accident or jumping out of airplanes. It's that I have physically pushed myself or I physically have put myself in environments that are so extreme that takes so much to get to that place, that is so far past unreasonable, that is so fucking insane, that my willpower, the strength of my mind can carry my physical vessel to the place where it just absolutely, absolutely is done, is completely fucking done. And I have this, I've always had this place in my mind, this special place in my mind that it allows me to be able to fully comprehend what is going on and how terrible the situation I may or may not be in. I know that it's there. So it's there floating around in the background for perspective, but it's not what my forward thinking mind is processing or allowing to be the forefront of thought. It's not. It's interesting. So it's like it's gaining there to be like, hey, just to let you know, this this thing is real. 
but I still have the opportunity to be able to move forward. And this would be one of them where it's like, I knew when I was in O'Leary, my body was in a bad place. So I was lurking there. But I found a solution to be able to keep moving forward. When I no longer could actually walk forward, I found a solution, which is walking backwards to be able to keep on moving forward. But all these things led me to the fucking most grotesque, the most grotesque corner of hell where I almost died. Or I had the opportunity to almost die. Where I was hallucinating. Where my physical body had been so fucking destroyed through exhaustion and lack of sleep and lack of nutrients and, you know, all of these things that it just, it wanted to get, it wanted to give up. It wanted to shut down. But I just wouldn't let it. It's like, where is the point of when there actually is nothing left? Because that's what I carved out. There's there's space where there's more. And the the part that is intriguing to that fucking grotesque monster in my mind that puts me there, that'll push me there, that gives me the opportunity to get there. It says, well, how much wiggle room was left? Another 5%? Another 10%? Was I actually at that point in time by David Goggins standards, was I still only at 40%? Or was I 41? Or was I 44? I have no idea. I have no idea because I didn't go any further. But the one thing that I know, the one thing that I know is that if there was, if this was a sanctioned event, if there was other people around, not that it would have given me any other opportunity, but if that I pushed for so hard for so long that my body completely broke and shut down, that there was immediate medical attention. I would have pushed it that far. I know I would have. I know I would have pushed to the to the degree that I would just have been walking, that my body would have just completely shut down and give up. I would have fallen down on the ground and my body would have gone into instant and complete extreme shock. I know that. So the lesson is, is that good? Or am I even actually in environments where that's good? Or is it that I need to do that? I needed to do that. To be able to, again, wring out the towel of my 30s. Of being like, put some of that chaos to bed. Put some of it to bed. Or was it because going from 40 to 50 is going to be that much more fucking insane. That that's how it needed to start. To be able to gain the leverage and perspective to go from 40 to 50. Because that's what these. that's why I do these on the decades is because so that from 40 to 50, I can look back at that moment and say this at 42, 43, 48, 45, 49. This was nowhere fucking near what that moment was when 
when I was walking down that highway in PEI. Nothing compares to that, that four days of fucking chaos that I put myself through. It's nowhere near that. So that's an anchor. I created my anchor and that was the entire point of going to do this is so I can create a strong anchor in my life to go back to, to be like, nope, nope, you are not as fucking crazy as this. This was fucking nuts. This other shit, it's all good, man. I got this. So this is skimming the surface a little bit of some of the reflection. This is not going to be the only podcast I've feel like I'm going to do about the reflective times of this, but it gives you a little bit of an open door and a window to be able to see exactly what's going on in my heart and my mind and my soul in regards to what did I learn? Because again, like this was the whole point of this trip. The whole point of the trip is this podcast and this mindset and this self-reflection and analyzation being like, what was this for? What are we doing now to be able to move forward?